Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. It's the Tidbits episode, and we got playoff schedules and playoff starters to discuss. Let's do it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Talking Baseball. Thank you very much for joining us today. My name is Jimmy. I got Trevor here. We got Jake with the gold chain. BBD behind the dish. Jake and BBD are in the Roosevelt Studios. RSVLTS. I am home sick. Trev is in California wearing a yellow beanie, wearing uh, Apple AirPods. My screen just gave us all a nice red tint. Very interesting. Mm. How are you guys doing? Welcome to the show. Trev, how you doing, big guy? I'm feeling great. I've been in a, a good mood despite the dire circumstances we're facing in California right now. It is smoky as hell out still. I've been cooped up inside, but you know what you got to do when times get tough? What's that? I don't know. You got, can you tell me? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I've just been pushing through it. Somebody got a recipe for it. When the going gets tough, the tough get drinking. That's a Brett Easton Ellis quote. Mm. I'm trying to limit, you know, like it's hard not to have like a glass of wine every single day. I don't know if you guys feel that way, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to cut it back. Maybe like every other day or something like that. Do you think that, Never mind. We got to stay on topic. Uh, Jake, how are you? I'm good. I'm good on Trevor's uh, drinking topic. Uh, Something I'm nervous but excited for is that a, like a good beer shop is supposed to be opening up right under me. Like nice, I don't want to say rare beers because what the hell is that? But um, so I'm worried that that's going to become a part of my rare life. Beer. Where, where, are you, where are you at? Are you a, are you one a nighter? Are you? So I'm I'm not a big drinker anymore. I mean, I still when I turn up, I have trouble you know stopping before I hit the 10 on the knob, but, um, I do like having a couple IPAs getting a good buzz, but, um, on my frame that normal, that doesn't age too well. That normally, that turns me into more Pablo Sandoval than Eloy Jimenez. Like I look like today. New brave Pablo Sandoval. Yeah. And that's what we're deep diving on today. His impact (laughs) on the 2020 Braves. Can you fucking imagine? I've been, (laughs) I've been sick and out of it. Why did the Braves sign Pablo Sandoval? Fucking got me, bro. Only thing I got is that their bench is surprisingly shallow. Like, I looked at their bench the other day. It was Tyler Flowers, Echeverria, and Inciarte, which, hey, they're solid, but that's it? I don't know. It's also just a minor league deal, so, like, why not? no such thing as a bad minor league deal. Wow, don't tell that to Ploof. I would never take it for the team. <laughs> Someone wrote me the other, let me just get this off my chest and then we can start this. Someone wrote tweeted me like something about like if you saw the 2011 Twins roster, it shock you to find out that the only people that are still playing baseball are Drew Butera, like Liam Hendricks, somebody else. And then they were talking about me and they're saying, you know, like I'm I should still be playing because I'm only 34. Dude, it's fucking old in baseball. And like I could still go play, but like I didn't want to play and be a bench player. I hated it. I fucking hated it. So let me live my life. 
person yeah. who called me out on the internet. Trav. I made choices. Sorry. Trav. Trav. Trevor. Your number one draft pick. You went second deck Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Fucking professional baseball player. Why are you can let anyone tell you, you should have played longer? That guy probably didn't play past middle school. If I'm just saying, okay. I just answer this question. Want me to gas I, up a little, Trev? I always welcome gasoline. My tank is never Trev. Low key doesn't like getting gassed. He thinks we're over gassing him when we gas. I think him. you mock me a little bit because I know who I was as a player. I understand it all. But if you want to fill it up, fill it up. Just I gotta change my headphones because my AirPods are gonna fucking die. People that aren't athletes are dumb. Oh, speaking. <laughs> no, it just cracks me up when people are like, uh, you know, the shut up and dribble people. It's like, yeah. what do you do? Why? How are you an expert on this? <laughs> and know what the uh, Trevor. Uh, Trevor said it great. Like, uh, I mean, you know, Trevor, the l- window we've got into it, you live a pretty nice life, Trevor. You got a nice pool. You got a couple kids, beautiful wife. You're, you're, lizard catching son. You're lizard you're catching son. One, you're the number one gopher killer in all of Hidden Hills. You, that's that's a fact. You can't stop killing gophers. Like, I, I, I do think people underappreciate, like, and Trev, you've been pointing this out recently, like, how much does Pablo Sandoval have in the bank account? Because it's a big number, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't... Some people love the game, too. Some people love, love the game. Like, the and, fact and, that he's going to the Braves minor league site with the potential to play some postseason baseball, that's low-key cool. Like, you know, make all your fat jokes and everything, but the fact that Pablo Sandoval, with over 100 mil in the bank, oh my is still willing to do that? Like, that's that's pretty yeah. cool for Pablo. It's really cool for Pablo, and I can't fucking believe that much money. <laughs> Who's I mean, Pablo? Pretty good. Who's his agent? I don't know. Um, good for him. Yeah, kudos to him. Um, Looks like he's with the SPS Sports Group. Previously, he was with Beverly Hills Sports Council. But there are just different uh, levels. Beverly Hills guy. Yeah. Yeah. There's different levels of like love for the game. Like some people, like you can't take the jersey. Look at fucking Brandon Phillips, bro. Yeah. Hey, do we have any pictures of Pablo Sandoval on top of a horse? Because I'd love to see those. <laughs> I can ask. Maybe that, that horse. can ask around. Don't be mean. Trevor. Pablo what? Sandoval My God. on a horse. It's All right. okay to fat we, shame we got- men. You can't fat shame women. Everybody knows that. Do you want to yeah. hear my take on that real quick? No. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're all weary of that one. <laughs> it's, it's a great I'm take. Good. I'll do it quick. I'll do it quick. Listen, I think the chat's going to love this. Chat, you're going to freaking love it. I'm looking at the chat right now. You can't, obviously, it's not okay to fat shame anybody. I don't, there I, you go. I, end I, statement. I, I, end statement. No, listen, 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 listen. I think that you should be whoever you are. Okay. Try to be healthy. I think that's important. Okay. But love big people. Okay. Like, whatever. Okay. Go to, this is my thing about it. You go to Target, right? Don't cringe. Yeah. It's perfect. Go to no, Target. Or cringing? Go to Target. Okay. Yeah. Look at all of the models in Target. You look around. They've done a great job of integrating all shapes and sizes, colors of women. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to see the spectrum. And I mm-hmm. love that because I really believe people need to see that it's okay to be themselves. 
Okay. But look at the male models. They are all ripped, jacked, classically handsome. There's no love for the big dudes. What's up with that? Why hasn't it crossed over to the male side yet? Do you know that this this company is a front or just a gateway into mine and Jake's true company, which is going to be called Short, Portly, and Unkempt. And it's a clothing line for our elk. Jeremy Olson agrees with me. Thank you, Jeremy. Just like every everything you would need, like you get there's sweatpants, there's shorts. I do believe the dad bod was like a. There's two brands of polos. Target, bro. (laughs) Target, you got to be jacked and like looking good, chiseled jawline. I'm like, hey, let's get some, let's get some dudes in there with a little bit of belly. You want to talk about like serving your audience? Guess what? Like Americans aren't exactly the fittest, you know, group of people. Don't. Lump me in with that. That's my rant. That's my rant. I'm done. Let's talk about baseball. Serious Sorry. question, and then we'll do it. If I got maybe a little more turtleneck on this and a smaller chain, do you think it's a play? Hey, what? In what way? For me to wear out to a dinner. No. Okay. All right. Back to the baseball. Okay. Well, I, I don't know if we are going back to the baseball or like, yeah. okay, go to we'll the baseball. We'll start with the baseball. <laughs> a lot of people uh, in the chat agree with me. I just want to say that. Yeah, I agree with you. We need fat dude models, but I also don't <laughs> agree with you. Everyone should aspire to be healthy and in shape. It's a great take. Okay, great. All right. Huge. <laughs> Covered both sides there. Yeah. Um, congrats to Pablo. Uh, opposite of congrats to the Braves. I think you got duped by his agent. Mm. Good job by the agent. Congrats to him. All right. We want to talk about some big topics, and they just released a schedule on us. So we're going to kind of cover the postseason starters the one twos for each team maybe the threes and we're going to talk about the schedule reaction to the schedule dropping a little bit those are the main topics before we get into those producer bug bug we did have some little things on the list can you drop one of those our way manfred wants fans in the stands for the cs and world series and the bubbles which are also official now the bubbles are official and yeah, okay, Trev, what's your reaction? It's like we saw the the, the Chiefs; they had 15k or whatever it was. Um, I, I I'm fine with this. I think that you know there is a way to get a small percentage of fans in the audience. It does nothing for me. I think you're only serving that whoever gets to go, because I don't think it's going to change the atmosphere for the people who view at home, like in the office the other day, we had on a Cubs Dodgers NL. What was that Jake? NLCS yeah. 2016, I believe yeah. Hendrix Hendrix, uh, and all versus Kershaw and the atmosphere. It, I, Jake and I were watching it like, Oh my God. Like, I can't believe I've become used to, to what we're watching right now. And I am, I'm fine with it. And think it's quality product. But when you compare it to that, like a foul ball, a hard foul ball, that was easily foul off the bat. The stadium went nuts just for hard contact in the second inning of a, of a game. And it was like, Oh, you can't recreate that. So I guess my thought is shrug. They can do this safely enough. Uh, if they want, they're not gonna. It's they're not gonna get close to the players to mess with the players' bubble, you know. 
you just maybe block off the first couple rows and uh, the surrounding dugout area. I would hope they're smart enough to do that because you are bubbling the players, keep the fans a little bit away. I told Jake they have to stay with the hone, the sound noise, the crowd noise. Yeah. Because if you just now like, oh, we'll get rid of that. We'll rely on this 1,500 people or whatever it is, 1,500 people to to be our atmosphere. You can't do that. It would be a terrible. So that's all my thoughts on it. Sorry for hogging the time. Trav, what do you got? I, I think it should happen. Like there's the stadiums are big enough to do that. Um, but good luck in Los Angeles. I mean, I'm living here and you it's we are essentially still like locked down. Like there's very few businesses run inside right now. The schools are all closed. Our mayor is uh, not wanting to open things up. And also our governor. So I just think, you know, without getting too political about it, I don't know if it's going to happen, dude. Like, unless something changes within the next, you know, couple of weeks, like playoffs are right around the corner, dude. Um, we're three weeks away from being in the LDS. For that to change, it's going to be it's going to be a tough sell to the powers uh, that be in California, in my opinion. Texas, dude, do whatever you want, Texas. You know that's going to happen. But uh, I would love to see it. I think that even if it's not really going to affect like the game and how um, you know the sound and the feeling of it, at least like give some people that experience, man. Like that's what it's about. Like somebody should be there to experience these games, not just on TV. So if whatever you can do safely, let them do it, man. Like, yeah, I think that's awesome. Trev, you, I mean, you got the California Texas part of it right, and that's uh, I I wouldn't be shocked if that's why Texas got the World Series because I I think. Uh, they will be able to sell some seats there with the new stadium and all that. But, uh, yeah, this got a pretty negative reaction last night. Um, a, because Rob Manfred said it, so that's going to be everyone's initial reaction. And then it's the idea that people were like, wait, fans in the bubble. The bubble, the whole idea of the bubble is to keep people out. And it's like, well, there's there's a way to do it. You know, the fans aren't going to interact with the players. They would come into the stadium and then – you know, watch the game and leave and players go back to whatever their bubble environment is. So I, I think people got lost in that a little bit. And, yeah, I, I I wonder, you know, the league is driven by money, or if we're being honest. So, I mean, I, I wonder what those tickets end up looking like, how many people they can get in the house. I think uh, Kansas City and Jacksonville for football this weekend had fans in the stands. Um I think it was like 15,000 each, something like that. So we'll those see. Those are much bigger stadiums, too. Those are much bigger stadiums. So uh, we'll see what it looks like. Uh, I think I'm with Jimmy on the crowd noise. And I, I do, I think the bigger thing that, that is kind of the worry is that, um, you know, I, I've been jokingly trying to watch some playoff hockey this year. And I, I'm not a hockey guy, but when I try to watch it, you know, it's playoff hockey. And it's like, oh, my God, this is nuts. You got a home power play. The building feels on fire. You don't even have to know hockey. And you watch that. And you're like, yes. Uh, Jimmy mentions that baseball game we watched the other day. You know, if a ball thrown to a hitter, the first pitch is a ball, and you're the home team, the crowd erupts like you got a base hit. Like, it, it's just a different environment, so I think the the bigger concern is, like, that in, environment just can't be there this year, and does that does that affect things? I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's going to be weird. Who, who, who We talked to Gritchick, right? Yeah. And he told us that, 
you know, no matter how banged up you are. Right. As you walk onto the postseason field and you hear the crowd, all injuries are healed and you get totally taken into the, the you know, a new element, a new zone. Maybe that doesn't happen. So I think it's, that been, was well, what, it's been well documented that I never played in a playoff game. So I can only speaking from talking to others, but I got to imagine, yes, the crowd plays a big part in that. But even knowing that this is the playoffs, I think guys are still going to get that adrenaline knowing that every freaking pitch matters. Um, but the home field advantage thing, like we talked about how the Yankees have just been the Twins' dad. I think a lot of that has to do with Yankee Stadium being intimidating to some people. Clearly wasn't intimidating to me, but to some people it would be. And that's going to be a thing of the past This this in these playoffs. So I think it's going to be interesting to see how that all plays into it because you know like you guys said these aren't going to be necessarily like a team's fans it's going to just be like random people in california and texas so uh definitely interesting definitely all right bbd what's the next quick topic schedule i don't know uh did you want to talk about the seattle stuff the smoke seattle they made, they made them play through crazy Go look at the images. They probably shouldn't have made them play through that. <laughs> it's worth looking that, up the images. That's that's the update there. They made them play through the fires in Seattle. And if you haven't seen highlights or images from it, go look at it. And you had 22-year-old Lazardo say, I'm healthy 22-year-old and I couldn't breathe. Yes. <laughs> so uh, I laugh because it's ridiculous that a 22-year-old has to say that. Um, so just, I guess, that was more be aware that this happened. And it's nuts. Uh, Dave Roberts... Defending Kershaw because Trent Grisham kind of pimped a home run off him. He says, I don't mind that people pimp home runs. You just can't do it off someone like Kershaw. You have to respect him. Meanwhile, they have Max Muncy who did it to Bumgarner, who's, if you're talking about pitchers who need respect, it's just very hypocritical. I think it's very embarrassing. Um, I think like Clayton's probably goes to Dave Roberts and be like, stop, dad, you're embarrassing. Me. Stop. Uh, don't kiss me goodbye anymore, dad. I'm 15. I know you love me, but you're just too much sometimes. Drop me off down the street. Don't fucking pull up to the school. You know, Dodgers don't need to give the Padres any bulletin board material. So I thought it was just a bad look all around. When I saw it, I was like, dang, what did Trent Grisham do to elicit that kind of reaction from the Dodgers of all teams? The Dodgers are very loud. They do a lot of silly shit on the field. You know, so I was like, okay, maybe he I don't know what he did. Then I looked at it. He didn't do anything. He leaned back, tossed his bat, looked in his own dugout. That was it. Anyone that wants to go look up the clip, go look it up. It's very, very minimal for that sort of reaction. I, and I agree with Jim. I think it was just a, a bad look and something like, gotta like wake up today and, and he's got to see the reaction and be like, oh, damn, that's maybe I was a little harsh on that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think Roberts is going to backpedal because when this happened with the original Grand Slam fiasco, we were like, hey, Tingler's got to backpedal. Um, Woodward, you just look like an idiot. Um, <laughs> I think Roberts thinks, like, I'm defending my guy. That's what a manager does. Um, and I don't know. I mean, Dave Roberts. And I, it's hard for me to picture <laughs> Dave Roberts getting fully loved and in L.A., I mean, it just feels like it's going to turn into 
how did Dave Roberts not win with that team? But that's another thing. And Ooh. I don't know, man. Like, we, we just need to, like, this is the battle of, you know, arguably the two best teams in baseball right now fighting for a division. And, like, Trev, you're talking about you wanted to check it out to see how, quote-unquote, bad it was. Like, even if Trent popped it and then he looked at Grish, he looked at Kershaw in game like, a hell yeah, who cares? Like, we're supposed to be heading that way. Like, baseball would be more cool if you got a knock off a pitcher and you said, hell yeah, because guess what? Then you're going to have to stand in against Kershaw and he's probably going to drop three disgusting curves on you. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's just... Not yesterday was not a good look for the Dodgers as they they no. blew the game and then their body language changed and the Padres are just I mean story of baseball. It, it is funny to think about like how this is handled in other sports. Okay, we all see clips in basketball. You dunk on someone, you put your nuts on their forehead, mm. you come down, you look at them, you you know things get crazy. Go watch some of the highlights in the eighties and nineties. Like if you watch the Last Dance, like some of those things. It's a competition, and guys get pissed. Uh, football, the same way. You pop someone, you get up, and you do this, do that. Then it's like, okay, yeah, next play, I'm going to get you. Baseball's not that way. And I, and I don't I, – I am going to – I guess I'll be a little hypocritical here. I don't believe baseball should be that way as that much. Like, I don't think you should hit a home run off Kershaw then look at him and taunt him. Like, I don't, I don't – I just don't think it's – it's too many fucking games, man. I just, doing that. just don't target it at – Kershaw. Exactly. If you were doing it, what he did was not targeted at Kershaw whatsoever. Yeah. So celebrate, man. Here's the main topic. It's kind of schedule kind of changed it because we're getting some some wrinkles here that really changed the way the postseason is. Yeah. So 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 we have the schedule. The first the first series, uh, all the wild card series, which are all three games, will be consecutive. One, two, three, one, two, three, no off day in that. Uh, We kind of knew that. But I don't know. This just broke too. Um, prior to noon on September twentieth. Now the regular season ends the twenty fourth, correct? And the playoffs 20, start the twenty. I think it ends the twenty seventh. Regular season ends the twenty seventh. Postseason starts the 29th. So this is crazy to me. They're making teams submit. I guess it's because of um, quarantine situation that they have to do it this early. Uh, on noon of the 20th, so nine days before the postseason starts, MLB teams have to submit their postseason personnel. Uh, 40 players, which is 28 active, and 12 taxi squad. And the taxi squad, you can include injured, paternity, bereavement, or suspended list. But I guess that's because of quarantine. But that's pretty early. Usually you get like up until the day before to make your postseason crew. Uh, and I think this is your postseason crew throughout. So, um, you know, injuries happen in the postseason a lot. So you're going to have to choose those 12 guys somewhat carefully. Uh, you know, a lot of people have the taxi squad already, but that's interesting. It makes sense because of quarantine, but I saw the 20th and I was like, that's early. The biggest change is a conversation Jake and I had in the office a while ago now it came to fruition, is that there are no off days in the ALCS, NLCS. Uh, do the DS have off days as well? I don't think so, right? No. So you have off days in the World Series, but there are no off days in the Division Series and the 
championship series, which is a game changer because that means you need a fourth starter. Now, did teams know this? Because if teams were not aware that this was the situation, I got to think the trade deadline would be handled different and Lance Lynn would be somewhere. Uh, Maybe they didn't know, but, you know, do the Yankees have a good one, two, three? Maybe. Do they have a good one, two, three, four for ALCS pitching? Get on the hap train, baby. Yeah, I know, but a lot of teams are in this boat as well. The White Sox, now they're going to have to use a fourth pitcher. Um, That's a huge, huge change to the way the ALCS. There's always a travel day. So, you know, you can go through the ALCS with three pitchers. One, two, travel day, three, four, five, travel day, six, seven. And you have one guy start game one, start game four and seven. Is that how it usually works? We've seen that a lot, a lot, a lot. Yankees won the World Series in 09 with only three starting pitchers. So that's a huge change. Um, I wonder if they knew beforehand. If not, that's kind of bullshit. The trade, it's very interesting. The trade deadline piece is really good, Jim, because you're, I think you're absolutely right. Because think about how, how many episodes this year have the three of us ended up laughing because, you know, at teams call in complaining about their fifth starter. And it's like, yeah, guess what? Guess what, guys? Um, and yeah, it just changes the whole composition. I, I'm shocked they did this because I thought the whole thing was they wanted to line up the playoffs the same way. Apparently, you know, they couldn't get any sponsors, if you remember that. Uh, that that That's a good flashback. But um, no, it's nuts because think about bullpens. Like, guys don't get used. Every, there's not a lot of everyday Eddie Gordados anymore. I mean, our team's going to be pushing... Oh, nice. our, our team's going to be pushing guys for four straight days out of the bullpen. We know... Just from following the Yanks, they rarely, the rarest of rare, push a guy three straight days. So now um, the whole dynamic has changed, and I I personally don't like it. Just I, I think you're going to start making things important that normally aren't all. Like, man, a blowout win where you don't have to use your good pitchers. Or, you know, what if it is that third day using your good bullpen guys and you end up blowing it? And then you're sitting there the next day and, and you don't have guys to use you with everything. Isn't this whole year supposed to be about player safety? I don't know, man. I, I, I don't like this. Are you think that this might lead to teams punting a game if they're down five and they'd rather save their best? Like, you know, it depends on the situation. Obviously, say you win the first game, right? Or say you're up 2-0 in the CS. You're up 2-0. You punt game three and try to win, try to steal a win with your bad bullpen pitchers because you want to give all your good arms. The Yankees would definitely do that and it would suck. Is that what this is going to lead to? If a team is up 2-0 and then the third game, they would rather give their relievers a day of rest to win two more. You know, your odds, the statistics probably say you're better to give them a day of rest and try to steal a win with your lesser bullpen. Is Going seven days in a row? You cannot use your good relievers every day. <clears throat> That's interesting. interesting. They're, they're going to have to figure out figure that out because, I mean, if you talk about a team that has four starters, you're probably – like four good starters, you're probably talking about three teams. I mean, you're talking about the Indians, the Dodgers – <laughs> Maybe that's it. I Padres, Padres, Padres. Yeah, Padres got got it now. But I think one way to combat it, and maybe we'll, I'll have to ask around because this is, I think this is kind of some news, and maybe 
teams didn't know, I, I will ask, but maybe you, you do piggyback type stuff. So you're going 40 pitches, 40 pitches, and that way you can bring guys back, you know, again. I mean, I, I don't know how you do that, like besides relying on a crappy four starter, you know, like, like I don't know how you set yourself up for that. Or geez, what about the or geez, what about the Jack Flaherty start last year where they went up ten nothing in the first? Oh, he's you know, out. He's yeah, out then. Yes. Right? Absolutely. Um, and and Snit said there was never a, or not Snit, um fake uh I wanna call him Dwight from the office because was it what's his name? Schmidt. Schmidt, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're talking oh their Sh- manager. Yeah. He said he he never wavered. He was gonna keep keep him in the game. So I don't know, man. I uh I mean, what about catchers? Um you know, ca- ca- catchers Catch- don't normally normally play seven straight days. I know that's that's digging a little deeper in this, but it's yeah, crazy I, that they like how long does it go? Sorry, Jake, but because they, they knew to do it in the World Series. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, why wouldn't they just do it in the seven-game CS? Why Why? it's one extra day? I mean, is there going to be another quarantine period or something? I, I don't know. Like, are we losing quarantine days or something to make sure everybody's clean? I don't know. It's very interesting. Very, and that's, I, a, that's a huge caveat and something that's going to be a huge factor. I, it's in this weird ass season. It's getting weirder. It's just so funny. Before this, we we were coming up with teams' top two pitchers, sometimes three, and now, I mean, if if you get past that first that first three game set, holy smokes! If you go, if you go five games, if you go three games, then five games, then seven games, you you play sixteen days in a row. I mean, there's there's no off day between series. Ah, uh-huh. well, because they're all there. No well, way. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. So you're really hoping, as a team, you're like, okay, 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 okay. There's an off day between because they have to get to the bubble. Get to the bubble, yeah. But so if you go DS to CS to five and to seven, you're playing twelve straight. And then do they have a travel day before the World Series? Because that's. There must be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Before the, not a travel day. Well, yes. The World Series starts on the 20th and the CSs will end on the 18th if they go 5. Usually as a team, you're like, I don't you're hoping, yeah, you want to sweep, but like if you sweep and then have 3 days off and the other team's going, like that's like kind of uh, to your disadvantage for you. But now I feel like that's an advantage if you can get the series done before the other team can get the series done and rest some people. Yeah. I mean, it'd be the from October fifth. If you go five, you go fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth. If you're the AL, okay. Oliver, Oliver in the chat says the schedule I'm looking at has off days between the wild card, the DS, and the World Series. So the AL actually would get an off day. Okay, so there is one off day. Yeah, staggered, staggered off day. Still, I mean, what twelve out of thirteen days instead of it's still crazy. It's nuts, man. And uh, again, as we're processing this live, uh, something that me, me and Jim think is a big factor. Trev, you're in on it too, but we were just talking about it today. But it is that starting pitcher you normally kick to the bullpen. 
you know, that that can change a team. Look what Patrick Corbin did last year for the Nationals. I mean, he still got some starts in. Uh, but, man, like, you know, we were when we talked about the Cleveland Indians, we were saying how, you know, does Tristan McKenzie kick to the pin? He he still might because they have a lot of starting pitchers. Savali, um, your guy, Plutko. Um, oh, I can't mention Plutko. People get mad when I mention uh, Plutko. People... <laughs> People get mad when you mention Plutko. Do you think Cleveland's like, damn, we probably shouldn't have traded fucking one of the best pitchers in the game because we could have used <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's a great... That's the other side of the Lance like, Lynn. What the Oh, fuck? my God. Wow. 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 That's Straight up love. not having... Anyways, should we get into our topic? And if you're a team that traded away someone like... Like Robbie Ray got traded for peanuts. He had an okay start with the Jays. Like his value could have been a little more. I don't know. A lot of factors. A lot of factors. Yeah, let's go into and uh, we're gonna go into teams one and twos and and we'll preface this as we always do with we're searching to learn more about your team because some yes. of these teams in the pregame show we were trying to figure out who's gonna be the one, two, and three, and and some of it is hard. So if you're a fan. Let us know because you know more than us, uh, as always. But we just wanted to do, you know, we'll get as we get closer and and maybe the matchups get more cemented, we will do more info on this. But we just wanted to do a, a kind of a quick dive into teams we know are going to be in the playoffs, what their who their starters are going to be. Jake, do you want to start us off? How do you want to go about this? Yeah, do you, should we do this ALNL style? Maybe we'll start with the NL because we're so much AL bias on this pod. Yeah, um, sure. Let's let's do the the National League. We'll start in the East Coast because I'm not giving Trev the West Coast. Uh, mm. The teams that are in it, the, the, the Braves are going to make the playoffs. And again, this is one of those... I mean, we're starting off with kind of a wild one because Max Freed was in the running for the Cy Young, looked incredible. He got hurt. He is looking to come back. So we'll we'll assume now that he'll be good because we also love Max Freed. So you got a pretty good one there. You, you know you got a guy who's going to tango. After that, we've got Cole Hamels making his first start back this week. We'll see what he looks like. Although, hey, if he looks good, I mean... That's a grizzled vet who's done it a lot. And then I think it's Ian Anderson, the rookie, who's been shoving. But if you're the Braves, I think this is their biggest question mark right now. I mean, I just love, I mean, look, we have a team that expects themselves to be in the ALCS, and now they need four. Like, you can't run Freed out there, games one, four, and seven. That's been That's been a strategy forever. When you get to the playoffs, I mean, you got your three horses and you run. Even the Nationals last year would have had a tough time with the guys that they have. Man. But I love, uh, CS aside, this opening round is the most intriguing thing to me just because of it's a three-game set, and you if you have two horses, go and shove. You can move on with little offense, with little depth, and that's kind of why it's so interesting to me because teams that aren't that good can really I mean this they can knock a contender out just like that three in two days gone because you got two guys that are on their game that's kind of why we started to think about this and I don't know if the Braves they're 
if I'm looking at that division and you go, you got Freed, Hamels, Anderson, I might pick the Barlins over the Well, the Braves pitching right now is Freed with a question mark yeah. in parentheses after his name and then legit two question marks. And I, I think, you know, we wanted to keep this the three-game set. And, you know, I, I like to suck up to the Braves fans when I can. But how can you, after hearing what you just heard about the schedule, think the Braves are going to have a legitimate shot come October? I don't know. Let's move on to the Marlins. <laughs> Sorry, Braves. Thanks for tuning well, well, in. We, we got to be kind of quick here. And yeah. Everyone else, we got, you know, 16 teams to do. Everyone... Uh, you know, Braves fans, let us know. But Norm's in the chat kind of more worried than us. He's like, we don't have any yeah. start. Marlins, Marlins got to be a little excited. Sorry, Trev. I mean, uh, Sixto Sanchez is becoming a breakout star in baseball. You got him, Alcantara, and Pablo Lopez. You've got three right now. Um, I don't know if you're the Marlin. Marlin stock is going up right now. It is. They got the pitching. Um and if we're specifically going to keep it to the opening rounds, I mean, they got to, I mean, they got three guys, but you could narrow that down to a one, two punch. that can compete with anybody. Um, she's pretty good. The only thing you have to worry about there is, you know, postseason jitters, but maybe the bubble and all the that is going to take care of a lot of that. I think the postseason is a different animal. Like it, it truly is like, like Jake said, ah, without fans, it's similar, but you know, Ball one means a fucking lot in postseason baseball. You are edge of your seat. So, you know, you do have Sixto, who's a rookie. Pablo's not a rookie. All right, Marlins. Phillies, I, I think we just do quick. And, I mean, their their whole formula was we've got two studs in a lineup. I mean, I, again, for a three-game set, they're still scary. Yeah, absolutely. Aaron Nola and, and Wheeler have been two of the better pitchers uh, in the league this year, I mean, and not just this year, obviously, they have a pedigree as well. So Wheeler comes back, hopefully his fucking nail is okay. But if you have those two guys at full strength, I mean, I don't know if there's another, I mean, those two guys are, you know, maybe top five that I would pick as far as shutting you down. So this is, uh, it's, it's all going to be interesting. I think we're gonna, probably going to say the same thing for almost every yeah. single team. Two starters is not that hard to have. Yeah, but it's very interesting that we all like the Phillies and the Marlins better than the Braves, and the Braves are the first place. Let's let's do this. Let's say, give me your. We just did the NL East, the teams that are actually going to make the postseason. Who's the best one-two punch in that group? Phillies. Phillies. I think you got experience and results on your side. I mean, I the part that's blowing me away, and again, we we were looking for a segment, and we we kind of put this together is like none of these teams are a threat anymore. To make a deep postseason run, probably not. Like I think, I think twenty minutes ago, I could have got excited about the Braves or the Phillies, and now I, I'm sorry. Does this become like, I mean, we're kind of getting off topic here, but does this become like a four-team race like that has a legitimate chance? I don't know. I mean, if you want to play like, I can go like, like butthead Jimmy mode and be like, um, the Blue Jays are out. Yeah. I don't think the Yankees can do this. I don't think the Braves can do this. 
don't think the Phillies can do this. I don't think Houston can do this. I don't think Oakland can. Like, who do you got? You got, like, the White Sox, the Twins. I don't think the Twins can do that. Padres, Dodgers are set up better than anybody. and Yeah, and they got to play each other. And maybe the Indians, just because the starting pitching depth. We obviously don't love their lineup. Yeah, but they do. They can still get you four. They have four, like, good starters. Yeah. Like, they have four good starters. A couple of great starters. I've been sick and grumpy, so, like, and I said everyone sucks earlier today on a different show of ours. Some of those teams can probably spin to it, but it's a different animal, man, because a lot of time you can't even bullpen day in the CS because that ruins you yeah. for the whole damn series. You yeah, need every game. You need length. It's a whole different thing. It's crazy. You know who's got a pretty good shot? Who's that? Don't make me fucking say it. Don't say it. Cincinnati Reds. Oh, I mean, no. that, with that information that you just gave out about the no off days and having to run the guys out, I mean, they have some of the best starting pitching depth. If Sonny Gray is back, they have some of the best starting pitching depth in baseball. And that, I mean, it's a premium yeah. now. It's always been you need to have starting pitching depth in the playoffs, but now it's like you have to have it. Yeah. I mean, and that's a they they got to get in and then they'd have to win against either the Dodgers or the Padres who are the clear kind of one and two right now. But then again, like if if they end up getting matched up with the Braves who have to go freed Hamels Anderson. And then I don't even think they, do they have a fourth starting pitcher? I mean, this whole playoffs is now pretty bizarre. I think at spin zone, there will be some, some random heroes that would never happen. Yeah, Jordan Montgomery, that. Jay Happ, step up, oh, yeah, baby. It's 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 like a tournament. It's like a Koshian Japanese tournament. It's survival of the fittest and not survival of the best. Twin, <laughs> twins, twins can do it. The Maeda, uh, Barrios, and then the Pineda Hill thing, and Dobnek. Like they got some guys. Like I think they, I think they have bumped up because of this. Yeah, their de- their depth. Because that's that's been the complaint about the Twins for the years is that they don't. They don't necessarily have that lights out one, but hey, I I kind of like their starting five as a group of five guys, and that might be important now. If have the we, if the Padres we. didn't go out and get Clevenger, they're not even they're one of the teams were like oh like great job during the regular season, but the postseason now means nothing because you don't have the depth. But now that they have Clevenger, I mean they're one of the teams that. I mean, yeah, a lineup that bang too though, like the White Sox, like. They can knock a pitcher out early. Right, you can kill a bullpen. Like yeah. you, like like it's almost wow. A bullpen killing team is better than you know the Royals in 2015, who are going to win by one run every game. I don't know. It's it's kind of cool. I mean, we're all trying to wrap our heads around it, so yeah. I'm sure we're throwing out a bunch of takes that are wrong or going to be end up wrong. But it's. I think the point is it's a different animal that we're heading into, and it's kind of interesting. Did we lose the format here a little bit? Do we want to go go back to what? A NL little bit. I don't know if we need to. I mean, we, yeah, we started jumping around a little bit. I mean, Cubs, uh, you know, they were kind of going to lean heavy on Darvish and Hendricks. They can't be too excited about that. I mean, you know, a lot of people are familiar with Alec Mills now, but coming into the no-hitter, I mean, I think the Cubs were trying to kick him to the pen. Um. A lot of people are mad at my Reds take in the chat, <laughs> and rightfully so. Sure, 
Reds last six of nine are versus the White Sox and the Twins. Tough to sneak into the playoffs. I agree. But if they do. Tough to win when you have a 50% save percentage. If, if they. Think about how bad that is. That's really bad. When they have a lead going into the ninth, in the last innings, they blow it half the time. Flip that coin, baby. Vodka soda. Um, I, I just think the point there is that if if they were to advance a three game series, we agree pretty much anything can happen. Like I think you'd much rather draw a team like the Braves or the Cubs than Cincy right now if they were to pull off a miraculous run just from the the updated information. Um, I like the the TKO lineups are fun, man. Yeah. What the just the knockout lineups? Like, hey, don't don't hold back with that nine one lead. Get ugly with it. Make them use yeah, you, pitches. We yeah, we did gotta, we did World Series pr- pr- predictions. I I've taken the Rays. Haven't wavered on that. I think both of you guys took the Yankees. Fine. Where are you at now with that? Like, where are you at after all this information, all that stuff? Like, is it just the Dodgers, kind of? Maybe the Padres? Like, we're, pick one right now, and, like, where I, are you leaning? I think the AL is – I got to wrap my head around this more. Because I can talk myself into my Yankees pretty easily, even though if anyone wants to come at me and say they're not set up for this, I think I agree with them more right now. Like, we, the Yankees now have to put a lot of faith into Hap and Monty and Davey. What about some of the young guys? Like, I uh, almost think this pushes Davey at, out because Hap and Monty ain't going to go to the bullpen. Clark Schmidt is done. Are we done with Clark Schmidt? What's up with that? Who knows? I think that I, well, this, this is might change about. things. People are, yeah. People are upset when we do this. We could do a segment on the Yankees. <laughs> yeah, it's like our biggest downvote. Complaint is that we do. Sorry, you talked about the Reds a ton too. The Evil Empire. Um, did we did we go through the NL? Uh, who do we miss in the NL? I mean, the Cardinals. It's Flaherty, Wayno, Kim's been really good for them. They can that organization just generally pitches, so cards could find a way. I don't know. I mean, if you're a Cardinals fan going into a normal series, you're normally saying like, "Hey, let's run Flaherty out there as much as we can," and I don't think you're doing that. Dodgers is Kershaw, Bueller, May, Urias, and Gonsolin, like a legit five-man rotation, all above-average starters. They are set up for anything. Fuck any scenario that you could think of, the Dodgers are set up for it. And if they don't win. Man. Dude, the Cardinals are set up good. They got four starters. Yeah, I like the Cardinals too. They can pitch. And with Kim being as good as he's been. Yeah. They got Flaherty, Wayno, and Hudson's been good. Yeah, I like Hudson a lot too. I mean, it's so funny because we went into this show and we were prepping for it before they dropped all these new changes. And I, one of my questions was, I want to know which team has the best four or five that are going to go to the bullpen and solidify it. But now that's like not the plan. Usually that's the plan. It's not the plan. anymore. I mean, gun gun to my head today. It's full blown Padres. Like I I've kind of been Dodgers all year. They're dominant. Sure. The Padres are fun. We'll see who else fights. They can hang and they got depth. Give me Clevenger, 
Paddock, Lamette, Davies with their with their lineup. I mean, they can wear you out all day. Yeah. And to think, I said they're just going to finish one game over five hundred. It's <laughs> a and good. People were laughing at me. It's a good bet. It's a good bet. Well, I would think I won that bet. I think they have to finish over five hundred, don't they? Yeah, I think you're good. I think you're good, man. Thirty-two and seventeen. You did it. I did it. Bang. Cash I said they that, had to win thirty-two games, right? Cash that ticket. Or thirty-one games. Yeah. Free money. Mike, uh, now if we get Mustakas to hit over two fifty-five, that'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right, AL time. AL, we did the Yanks. Sorry, everybody. We did um, the Indians. The Blue Jays are so dead. Like, sorry, I know we have some nice Blue Jay listeners, but you guys were struggling in a three-game set. Yeah. Uh, the Rays, we probably need to give them more love. If there's anything... Blue, Blue Jays fans, who who who's the two, three? I mean, I'm guessing it's Walker Ray. Is Pearson hurt? He's, yeah, he's hurt, and they were... <laughs> they were planning on bullpen. He's going to be involved. They were planning on bullpenning. They him. get to the CS. <laughs> do you have to, Do you have to use four starters in the DS now? You do, right? Yes. So who's your fourth starter in the DS if you don't sweep? Blue Jays fans. Shoemaker, if he comes back, someone said in the chat. I mean, you look to have Ryu, Taiwan, Ray, and Pearson. You could do that. Yeah, Ray's been awful this year. Besides his best but start, got, is five got, Ray's best start is five innings pitched. So, I mean, he's a, he's a warm innings. body though. But that's <laughs> four innings of bullpen, like that's not going to cut it. Yeah, you can't use four innings of bullpen every night if they're close games. Someone so, smarter than me is going to come up with this, but I do think my bull my piggybacking idea might work. Well, I think for the Yankees, you you may be better off trying to start Hap Game Three and Monty Game Four and have Davey as the bolt guy relief ready to go you're I, I will say this uh they will ride if your ace goes out there in a shoving keep going buddy like you're oh not yeah none of the seven you're you gotta keep get going more. yeah stealing outs this postseason i mean that's just bizarre that's i've yeah. i don't think i've ever seen that i guess some of the old starting pitchers used to do that but which team is gonna hurt? Which team's gonna hurt someone? Who do you, who do we have out there that's a free agent that the team doesn't care about their arms and they're just gonna be like, oh man, go out and die for us? Who's getting the Evaldi Award this year? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, the Evaldi Award worked. The Red Sox felt so yeah. bad about it. They signed him for four more years. <laughs> uh, Hubner in the chat says that uh, Verlander, if Verlander's healthy, the Astros will do. I mean, the Astros look look pretty brutal for this, too. I mean, you got Granky, Framber, and then who's the three? Lance? Like Urquidy. Lance, that's, a, that's a good three. Urquidy. That's a good three. Urquidy's working his way back. Yeah, their bullpen is all young guys. I haven't checked lately how their bullpen's been doing. Um, they were okay. Remember after Reddick's wife came at them, they were actually doing pretty well. So Quentin in the chat still has Verlander being in the postseason. Didn't he opt I, out? I am far too cynical to believe that that's going to happen, but I haven't been following along. I thought he opted out of the season. Uh, true. Not true. He just got hurt. I think the Rays are up, man, because I, I think every team is going to have to dig into their arms. Verlander's throwing again Sunday. He's going to come back as a starter, not a reliever. So, yeah, I mean, he's... 
that fucking makes a difference right there. Yeah. That would change their outlook. Everyone who pitches for the Rays is good. <laughs> maybe yeah. maybe I sound like a scorned Yankees fan, but um, that's what they do, and that that could help them at this point. And Trev, the other thing that they do do, they do do well. Do do. You mentioned it before. It's platoon stuff. So I mean, they could work some bullpens with the three out rule. We we've seen them. You can almost trap a team. You can trap a guy coming out of a bullpen. With their platoon guys I, I like the Rays a lot more The AL Central I have no idea I just have no clue It's definitely changed everything I'm looking here Verlander threw 55 Or 60 pitches during a bullpen session On Saturday So I mean that's That's definitely something to monitor My goodness can you imagine if the Astros got hot and went on a run? I just wouldn't I just would never bet on it It has nothing to do with the Astros I'm yeah. doing the same thing. Oh, with I agree me. with that. Fair. Like, I would just never bet on that being, on him being able to get healthy and then now be a horse. Astros, Reds, World Series. Is that like the worst <laughs> <laughs> we could ever think about? Go Reds, baby. Go Reds, baby. Oh, my God. Um, I don't know. The, the team that we really are yet to mention Yankees, is the- Option, Anduhar. Option Anduhar called up Stanton. Um, Weren't you guys saying Anduhar was safe? We yeah. thought so. He was they optioned uh, Mike Ford and Anduhar. So, one sec. Some Yankees cuts. Um, the Athletics. We were talking before how we don't know who their ones and twos are, which again in the three game set is scary. I don't know. I I kind of like Oakland A's just playing Oakland A's baseball for five days or seven days straight, but this whole se- we just hit a level of bizarre with this season that I don't I just never thought would be a thing. It's a, it's met, it's going to feel like a high school tournament. It's weird. Yeah. What A's- time are we at, BBD? Do we need to wrap this up? 54. Could start oh. wrapping. Oh, wow. The A's, the A's got Mike Minor uh, at the deadline. Like, that could become an important move for them Absolutely, now. Shoved yes. yesterday. Do we, did we have an ad for this, BBD? We'll do it on voicemails. Okay. Tune in. We were supposed to just preview the, the three-game series. We're shook. This, it, 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 it turned into a reaction pod. Whatever. We were looking for a main topic, and MLB gave it to us by releasing this right before we went live. Um, That's why we're the best baseball pod. So, so Oakland, what do we think? Because we were a little bit like they're not that scary. Chapman's out. They've only played two games against teams above 500. I, I never can tell with the A's. I, I don't. When I'm looking at them, I don't really believe in them. But I also said that about the White Sox and the Indians. So I'm an idiot. <laughs> Hey, uh, no, A's fans, this is one where we really need help. It's like, how much do you believe in Manaya and and Fires? Because they haven't been amazing, but are they going to be two, three? Is Bassett the one? Is Montes in there? Is Mont like we, the three of us were trying to do in the beginning and we had no idea like how they're going to organize that. So let us know, please. I'll say this. And in, in the past 30 minutes or whenever this happened, I like the A's more. <laughs> yeah. 
So I, I don't really know what that means, but I I do. Yeah. It's this, I mean, I've never been a. Uh, I don't know. Are we a media? Whatever we are. Okay. I've never been a media guy talking about baseball through the entire season. I feel like this year is so fucking interesting. Is it always this interesting? Or is this just like, no. yeah, no, shit, there's so many caveats. Oh, and different this, shit. Is, this is a different kind of interesting, but you can always find storylines. This has been better because it's all so compact. It's just you know. it's crazy. Like these playoffs, the regular season sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> We've done our best to make it look great. I think this regular season has sucked. Well, yeah, it's been, there's been nothing. Everyone sucks, Trev. I've been telling you that. I hate this it regular sucks. season, but this postseason is about to be freaking lit. They got you. They got you. They got you. If the they want to do this postseason again. No, 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 no. I'm not even, I don't love this postseason. I'm saying just for this year. Like this structure of the postseason can. It's going to be wild. They're going to, they're going to hear us being excited about it and want it again. And then. Shorten the regular season to 100 games if you're going to want this many teams to be in the postseason again. We need a 154-game season. We need to get rid of the one-game playoff. We can make it a three-game playoff. Do not. Do not. You you need to reward the division winners first. More. Yeah, don't do eight teams first. If you're the Rays and you get, you know, best overall, and then you have to go play, you know, they're not rewarded enough if it's a 154 game season. And this season it's 60, so it's a little funky. Uh, if it's 154 and there's balanced schedules, you need to reward the top team more than what's happening this year, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, I go back and forth on the whole wild card thing because as a fan, I love the one game thing, but as a player and like just thinking like realistically about it, it's stupid. Um, so I would enjoy a three game set between the wild card teams if they kept it to five per league again like they typically do uh, but then if you think about that that would really f- fuck a team up for like the division round if you go out there and do three games throw your three best starters and all of a sudden you're starting four and five or whatever uh, in the division round but anyways I'm excited for the postseason I hope everyone is locked in because it's going to get it's going to be amazing dude I can't wait yeah it's I'm, set up for di- we're, we're, uh, I'm going to need a lot of coffee but all right i think that's all appreciate you guys thank you very much good app go tell all your friends wow good app today whoa they react yeah, man you did it you did it